0: I'm trying to take a picture of how I look like a comedian, of the different ways you can hold a microphone. I want you
1: to literally knock me out with that mic.
0: No.
2: The different ways
0: you can look
1: like a comedian.
0: We do have Aww. exciting news. What's our
1: exciting news?
0: We um, we all have to make a noise. We are. Oh, yeah. I get to clap. So we got three mics. I have to snap. Oh, because wow. I only have one working hand.
1: Courtney has to hold it to her feet and slap them together really hard. <laughs> take off your socks. No. <laughs> oh, I could...
2: take off your socks now
1: no hand them over No, I think my socks are still on the porch why were they I stripped my little socks off the other day when I was hanging out on the porch anyway oh my god Evan's making brownies
2: he's actually doing it
1: that's what I wanted yeah no they're actually doing it they're going to Amazon Fresh (laughs) that's so exciting Amazon Fresh is so haunted I thought you love, you go from I loving love it, it. I love it, but I go in there and like, there's always like somebody having a mental breakdown. Someone was screaming the last time I was in there. You go at weird hours. I've never had this happen to me. I saw a man walking in with a child and the child had a bike and he was like, all right, you stand right here with the bike. I'm going to go get what we need. And I was like, oh my god, leave him. Mm, that's fucked up. Right? I was like, what the fuck? Park the bike. Why'd you make him bring the bike? Were you walking next to him? You bring the bike. You bring the bike. What the fuck? Pick it up.
0: first clap leanne just got diagnosed with the clap for Whoa. the first time congratulations uh, won't be the last not the last welcome <laughs> to art farts everyone i have my spooky pants on this episode which means my my legs turned to bones um just like phoebe bridgers did. oh my god phoebe Br-
1: you are sick you are married girl come on phoebe <laughs> <laughs>
0: courtney looked at me He was like do the rest come on <laughs> if I follow through with the bit <laughs> scared to start talking <laughs> i was gonna get and you're married <laughs> girl come on phoebe um and there's a reason why i have my october uh pants on pj pants on and that is because it is almost october but who fucking cares that it's almost october what what are we most excited
1: about leanne I, do you want me to say it? Yeah. I'm really excited about Hans Tober. <gasps> Hans Tober? What what's Hans Tober? <laughs> Hans Tober is, oh my gosh, no. I, I, I've never
3: listened.
1: <laughs> I'm so fake. It's literally, it's gnarly. <laughs> I didn't um, mean to expose you. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, it's a podcast.
0: What does he do? Hans Tober is a little podcast that our friend Andrew does. I don't Andrew know. I've does, never heard of it. Where he watches a horror movie or scary Anything within oh. the, the Halloween genre, I'd say, um, every day of October, every single day, all 31 days, and then records a little bit of a podcast about it later that day. So they're fresh every single day. You're getting a podcast. And this is a once-in-a-year opportunity to listen in live because this only happens for the month of October or Hanstober, if you will. We still have the calendar from last year's
1: Hans-tober uh, up on our... Our cork board. I did not know what to call that thing. We don't.
0: <laughs> that's mine. I envision Whoa. it every
1: day. Oh, that's yours. Yeah. Andrew's different. Oh, did some of them sync up yeah. though? Um,
0: maybe one. Uh, I don't think so though. Yeah,
2: maybe <laughs> one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe who Halloween? What's how you say? Hubie. Yeah. Hoobie. <laughs>
1: Hoobie. Maybe maybe booby
0: Halloween. <laughs> maybe
2: who be Halloween?
1: Ooh. Um I love that Courtney has a holding mic now cuz it feels like
0: I'm she's recording a talk show and I'm just here with her. <laughs> I do have a my, uh, we have two mics now so me and Leanne don't have to be breathing on each other during the episodes.
2: I still just have one everyone, so.
0: Andrew has 3 now. I don't know how we did that.
1: I <laughs> I miss um I'm going to miss our knees touching. Yeah, me too. We're sitting farther apart this time. Yeah.
0: But I really I'm not loving right now that I have to hold a microphone because as everyone knows, I talk religiously with my hands. And also this thing's kind of heavy, and I kind of feel like a like a white comedian standing on stage because I'm holding it at the very bottom of the You kind of look like one. I know, right? Ah, John Mulaney? <laughs> I went to the store. <laughs> that's what
1: he talked And about. they're like wiggling the mic around. They're holding it so loosely by the bottom. And, they, uh,
0: uh, uh, and then my mom said, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> my wife. <laughs> um, that's our John Mulaney impression. The, that's that the end of impressions really
2: for
1: the bad yeah i'm really bad at, if you're new i'm so bad at impressions
0: i'm so bad at they don't even know stuff. who i am yet we're bad at actually a bunch of things one of which being talking about art history oh my god what a, segue. Segue. a segue look at us you're so hot welcome to art farts this is a little podcast oh. what
2: nothing what i, I do think leanne's hitting on you oh
0: andrew just <laughs> processed <laughs> I thought he was processing me saying, this is Art Farts. He's like, whoa, hold up. Where am I? Well, he just had Wait, a visceral on, reaction.
2: I mean, I guess, yeah, also that. what what is, what is that? What's Art Farts? That's
0: a great question. Art Farts. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> huh? uh-huh. Holy shit. Art Farts is this little podcast that the three of us put together um, where essentially we try to regurgitate information from the internet uh, and maybe other forms of media about and regurgitate we, other things we we're, we're just we're just puking yeah puking it up i wouldn't baby wouldn't burping me. um we are trying to educate the masses about art events art history events artists art pieces art movements art places whatever it may be um but there's a little problem in our way of trying to educate the masses anybody what's our problem so who's
1: gonna Bad educate brain. us?
0: <laughs> Bad brain. <laughs> Ooh, I love him. Bad bunny. <laughs> um Yeah, we we aren't the brightest. What you probably assumed from listening the first few minutes of this podcast. So we don't always do the best job. Um I kind of like it better because we can say shit fuck piss. Um, and your art teachers probably can't. No, we so, got to say the C I'm word sure, one episode. Hold on.
2: I'm sure the art teachers could say shit, pus. Shit, pus. Yeah, let's add pus in there.
3: <laughs> <Shit> <laughs> piss.
0: I'm sure they can't say pus either, so <laughs> we've got that covered. Um, so if that's your kind of thing, if you want to maybe learn a little bit about our history, but in a funny way, you're listening to the right podcast. Um, And if you want to hear someone just be traumatized by how many horror movies they have to watch in a row, listen to Hans Tober in a little bit, too.
2: You said that was called Hans Tober?
0: That's called Hans Tober. It's like October, Uh, but the first half is H-A-N-S, and then it's Tober.
2: Let me write that down so I can avoid it. Thank you.
1: (laughs) All right. And that is now on my muted words list on Twitter.
0: (laughs) 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 I have a little segment for for us to get started today once Andrew's done chugging water
2: <laughs> I'm sorry I'm really thirsty you know Jeez you, I, I, I found that these days when I
0: you play well, magic for so many hours
2: no 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 when I smoke weed am I allowed oh, to say that oh yeah you can say yeah. smoke weed when I when I smoke meat weed once during the the day, it could be any time in the day, as early in the morning as possible. I will be dehydrated for the rest of the day, uh, no matter how much water I drink.
0: Now mm, well, that checks out. That's I know stuff about that, like from an anatomy standpoint. Because that's oh, my really? job. tell me about that's it. That's my day job. The one I said I shouldn't quit. Yeah, I work in healthcare. Don't tell anyone. Um. <laughs> I hit my pen before this episode, and then I fell asleep for I don't know how long, and then Evan woke me up, and I was like five more minutes, please.
1: I hit the bowl that I had packed from yesterday, and it was oh just rancid. That's I what hit, I did. I hit the oh quan
0: gosh. from this morning. <laughs> okay. I oh, hit yeah. the quan that <laughs> I didn't eat for breakfast.
2: Hey, bro, are you gonna hit that quan? Cause I I might you know I might hit that quan if you're not gonna hit that
0: quan. I'm trying to let loose. <laughs> Okay, our first segment on today's episode is called This Day in Fart History. History, 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 history. history, history. history. <laughs> oh, our farts are extra loud today. Sometimes oh, we can't one. hear it. That was insane. Um, uh, Yeah, so on this segment, we. What are we fucking doing? I <laughs> just forgot everything we left my brain. Talk <laughs>
1: about an event that happened this day, but on a year that's. <laughs> that was before this year. I hmm. told you we're stupid. Okay. <laughs> oh
0: so my you'll loop
2: God. back around to it at some point.
0: We're going to get there and we're on this journey together. So, yeah, we talk about things that happened in the past, in history, but around this time, and it's about art.
1: <laughs> yeah, it might not be on
0: this day, but today Who's- it's on the day we're recording today. Oh! <gasps>
2: Yeah. It's Thursday
0: today. Everyone get your hands together except for me because I'm holding a microphone. It's someone's birthday. That's
2: Happy birthday, Courtney.
1: <gasps> oh, fuck. Oh, no. You hit the late night. I don't. Late oh night Oh, my God. Hosts... James, Gordon, please
0: stop. Late night hosts don't hold microphones. Um, No, they do. They laughed at your joke. <gasps> Where's cheers? Oh, my fucking God. I quit. That was them booming James, Gordon. There it is. And hey, we have a birthday. Yay. Today, it is Caravaggio's birthday. Woo! He was born September 29th, 1571, which makes him an old bastard. You old bitch. I'm sure he must have done one at least one thing wrong during his life, so this might be a birthday we take Most back. Most people have. Because <laughs> sometimes Not we don't- mean When we haven't learned about an, an artist yet, we'll wish them a- Temporary happy birthday, but if we find out they've done something that we don't like, we're gonna take that happy birthday wish away. Happy birthday until proven guilty. Exactly. Um, he died at thirty-eight years old. So just kidding, he's not alive anymore. You old bastard. Um,
2: fucking old. bat
0: wow. They they called him actually the bad boy artist. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> he looks like he was he,
2: kind of a bad boy.
0: It looks like he kind of was an asshole. Um, it's saying that he, they, he left no letters behind, but there's plenty to be learned from his court records, including fighting with a waiter over an artichoke dish, Ah. harassing his landlady. Okay. That's
2: fair. Disfiguring. (laughs) That's also fair.
0: Disfiguring a woman who refused him. Okay. So, okay. um, That's wrong. That's
2: bad. Can't argue about that one.
0: Been convicted of murder, (gasps) (gasps) which was over the game of tennis. Which was also over the artichoke. No, that makes
2: sense. I can I can yeah. forgive that.
0: I think I should read no more about
1: him. That I? was insane. I like how we were like, maybe one bad thing, and it was like every bad thing that you could do. Yeah, And it was the seven deadly sins. <laughs> so, uh,
0: I guess like, not so happy birthday, Caravaggio.
3: Get
2: yeah, some. I mean, have a Get shitty birthday and how- in hell.
0: Rot on the ground. I don't know. Forever thirty-eight. Happy five hundred and fifty-seventh. I don't fucking know how old you are. Definitely younger than that, though. I was yeah. like, yeah, that's when right. Born? Um, I w- did a little short segment today because I got a lot to fucking say. Is that okay, everybody? Yeah. It's, yeah it's so what we do in art farts is one of us will pick a topic every week and we will present and it happens to be my week today um and i got a juicy one does anyone have any what's it what do they say before a wedding now forever speak speak now or forever <laughs> hold your peace forever speak Forever, <laughs> forever speak. Forever speak. <laughs> drop everything now meet Keep me in the pouring rain, rain. speak now again um
2: I'm going to speak now and just say that I'm going to run and get some water real quick. And they, then that's that's it. I'll they played it.
1: Speak now. They played speak now at the Taylor Swift night that I went to last weekend. And it was it was a crowd experience. <laughs> oh, OK. Hit it.
0: Welcome, everybody, to Courtney's late night talk show host. I'm your host, Courtney, the talk show host of the hosting show today I have with me um, a live piece of marijuana. Marijuana, how'd you get in here? Uh, I
1: fell off of Leanne's sweatshirt.
0: Oh, wow. What a journey you must have been on today.
1: It was crazy. I, she accidentally leaned onto the table and it just kind of the fibers picked me up and they, um, they dropped me right in the chair, right in front of the mic. So that was really convenient.
0: Now that you have your whole life ahead of you, what are you going to
1: do first? Um, I don't know. I'm hoping to get smoked eventually, but for right now, like, I just kind of want to hang out. I hope somebody gives me a little sniff. Um, I don't know. I hear there's a bunny. I kind of hope he eats me. I I don't know if it'll be good. I kind of hope he eats me, though.
0: Now, Marijuana, have you ever seen the movie Osmosis Jones?
1: I actually haven't. You know what? I'll add that to my bucket list, too, before I get smoked.
0: That's a great idea. I think that should be your first thing. Uh-oh. Looks like Leanne's back, and she's ready to pick you up.
2: Hey, ladies
1: uh wait <gasps> no marijuana got smoked oh my god i have to watch osmosis jones in honor of him i <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, he's hey. still in my system <laughs> hey andrew
0: lady
2: <laughs> what what are you what what's
0: this happening you didn't miss anything
1: I did a bong impression. <laughs> we didn't have a late night what? talk show host
0: episode without you.
1: James Corden didn't come back in. Okay. Not James Corden. Oh, thank God. I know You're not James <laughs> Corden. I know you're not. He's a separate entity. He's him literal. The song. James
2: Corden in the wall?
1: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I found what that t-shirt to- that I was missing. It was wrapped up in my sheets. What if we had to call an exterminator because James Corden lived in our walls? <laughs> <laughs> They cut open the wall and a bunch of tiny hymns just fall out. Oh, God. It's worse than we thought. He's living underneath the oven. They find Dua Lipa in there. Wait, what's like her the, name? The videos, I'm the foreshadowing. the videos
2: where someone crushes a spider and then all the baby spiders come oh out. Oh, God. James <laughs> and Gordon, James and a, little, a bunch of little James Gordons come out. I'm
0: literally foreshadowing for today's episode. Wait, that literally happened Whoa. in my backyard once, like Charlotte's Web. All the little spiders flew out. With James Corden? Yeah, all the little Jameses <laughs> fell out. I just remember there was something I wanted to tell you guys before we pressed record, even to start.
2: Oh. Oh.
1: Should you do you want to like write it? All no, right, guys, I have we're one gonna hand. be
2: signing off the podcast. No, now. no, That's no. Gonna be the end.
0: I'm gonna. Bye. just, I'll say it here for everyone.
2: <gasps> Muppet basketball.
0: <laughs> no, we end <laughs> End it. credits. Um, I lied about my long ass. I wrote no notes. No, just kidding. Oh. Um.
2: I thought that was going to be the real thing. I did too. (laughs)
0: There's going to be some twists and turns in this story. And I do think you guys are predisposed to knowing information about what I'm going to be talking about today. So I want no comments on future any guesses of anything. No spoilers. We'll keep it juicy. Like nothing except for what it's on at the very moment. Not even like, wait a second. Is this like... Yeah. and, And... Okay. I want it, usually. I love that. But for today's t- torrential story, we it's got to go consecutive, unfortunately. No, and I love I love this communication.
1: Thank you <laughs> so we'll
2: much. We'll see how long <laughs> I want to cooperate with
1: you. <laughs> Andrew! <laughs> That's so true. That's so true. Oh, and he's hating already. You actually haven't said anything hateful until now.
0: I kind of liked when he came back and said, hey, ladies. <laughs> Aw.
2: I thought you would. Honestly, I did it because I thought you would hate it.
0: And I knew it. I knew that wasn't a nice thing of you, but I liked it. So you can do it again.
2: Hey, ladies.
0: Okay, it's worse. What, now. Wait, what There's if I? What room.
2: if I said it like this? Don't. Hey, ladies.
3: Ooh.
0: Ooh. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, boys. Hey, Come boys.
2: Hey, boys.
0: <laughs> I turned in forties
2: like. Oh, boys. Woo-hoo.
0: I can't make noises with my mouth. All right. Who's ready to hear my tales? You have a tale? Sure. Yeah. I guess so. Do? Uh, I, I mean,
2: uh, checks watch. Yeah, I think I have time.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so am we breaking into a second?
0: <laughs> like a knock on wood. <laughs> on today's episode of Art Farts, I have an epic tale of legendary proportions. I'm sitting in a fucking gold mine here. A national treasure. I'm going to be talking about a genre of art I'm pretty sure we have not even touched on yet, even in the slightest. Maybe it wasn't even on the table to be talked about until today. I'm quaking. Today's story will Hmm. be filled of lesbians, (gasps) love, World War II, enduring parental judgment, and ambiguous queer-coded creatures. I'm so excited. All of my favorite things. Perfect. So buckle in, because we're going on a wild ride. It's honestly not that wild, but I'm just super excited. I have okay, to pee a so little. you, Do you just think thought, that'll be okay? Okay,
2: I'll be marking that down. <laughs> that is points off.
0: Me? What? Um, Wait.
1: Wh- I think you'll hold your pee. Okay, good. I'm like, is anything you're going to say going to, like, force it out? <laughs>
0: I hope to God. <laughs> ah. Okay someone took a picture of us i was really scared i
1: was like they're violating us they're the, violating us the paparazzi got it again they
0: heard we have two mics all right here we go all right i'm ready tova jansen was born august 9th 1914 that's right Whoa. she's got the same birthday as andrew
2: well i i was also born august 9th 1914
0: <laughs> uh-huh. and in all honesty to start us off I'm not convinced that they are not the same person. Um, so
2: me. me and What's her name? Tova.
0: Tova Jansen. Tova Jansen. Aw.
2: Me and Tova Jansen, you're saying?
0: Yeah. Tove love Jansen. Oh, Just and kidding. Andrew.
1: Oh, Han. Hansen.
0: Anyways. This Whoa.
2: That's pretty cool.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. Thanks. This makes Tova a Leo, um, which is really important for our farties to know. Just tuck that away. Tova was born in Helsinki, Finland, to parents Victor Janssen and Signa Hammerston Janssen. Before we even ta- dare talk about Tova, we have to talk about Fafin and Ham. That's right. Fafin, of <laughs> course, oh? is the nickname Tova gave to her father, and Ham is the nickname that everyone used for Tova's mother, not just oh, Tova. Oh,
1: no. Ham, (laughs) (laughs) Ham.
0: no, Ham's a badass. You guys are going to love Ham. How could you not be? They named you, they call you Ham. (laughs) Ham was a Swedish graphic designer and just overall a badass. She worked a bunch of different jobs. She was really good at shooting a gun. And I hate to say it, she really was a girl boss. That's in all ways.
2: Yes.
0: She started like an archery club for the girls in the local neighborhoods. (laughs) She made... Buku cash. She brought in. She was bringing home the bacon, not her husband. Um, no, she's girl bossing all over the place. She loved traveling. Aww. And during a trip abroad in- to Paris in 1910, Ham met Victor or Faffen that I just said. Um, Fafen was a Finnish sculptor, so also an artist, who Mm. was in art school in Paris at the time. And of course, what happens when a silly sculptor and a badass graphic designer meet in Paris, and everyone else speaks French, but you two speak Swedish, and also you really like art? Oh!
2: They do something cool. They They collab.
0: They collab. They make a collab, literally, and they get married, and they give birth to their firstborn daughter. Ah! And collab of sorts. Yeah. Someone is playing music so loud outside our window. I can't believe
2: my ears. (laughs) Oh, my bad. I'll turn it off.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Andrew. Um, Of course, this daughter is Tova, and later two sons. And of course, with a destiny as old as time, all three children become artists in their own respected genres. Of course, what else would there be? be to do when you have two parents that are are amazing artists Um, but the children were never forced into a life of creating it really did just happen upon them that they were naturally good at it and wanted to do it they're bred for it they're bred for it literally um Hmm. ham Ham actually went back to graphic design after giving birth to tova as a way to work remotely and also care for her newborn daughter so she was kind of like girl bossing other shit and then like went back into art later as she got older and continued it into her, her her the rest of her life. Um she got a really cool gig from whatever she was doing graphic design to starting to illustrate for the local newspaper. Um, making the comics, making the little drawings for whatever newspaper mm-hmm. was there. Um and when Tova was about thirteen or fourteen, her grandmother fell very ill. So Ham took a hiatus from work, from working at that job, to take care of her. But didn't really tell anyone that she was leaving. She kind of just left. Mm. So Tova decided to help out by sending the newspaper her own cartoons. Um, the newspaper did not accept all of them. They weren't. They were like Tova wasn't like I'm my mom. She was like, here I have art I can give you and they're like, Okay, kids, some of this is acceptable. Um but not all of them. (laughs) They didn't all make the cut. But then she was like, Hey I'm pretty fucking good at drawing, I guess. Didn't know I could do that. So she starts sending out her comics to other newspapers and and story competitions and things and no one used it, but they did respond back Mm -hmm. saying like, Hey kid, you're pretty good. Keep working at it. Um other than yeah,
2: we're not gonna use your art, but hey, it's pretty good. Maybe someone else will like this hey, shit. Stupid Don't give kid.
0: up. Like, come back in a couple of years. Yeah, kind of rude, actually. Yeah. What the? F- Other than that, they lived a relatively normal Bohemian life. Um, in 1917, when Tove was very Tova was very little, Fafin went to war to protect Finland from Russian invasion. Ham reported that when Fafen came back, he was much more serious. Mm. But it wasn't like he was like grumpy dad. It was just like he was different.
1: War. The he- war changed him. <laughs>
0: yeah, literally. Yeah. Um. Oh, and it's going to be important to talk about the islands. Mention the islands now. Sorry, there's a police. It sounds like an ambulance is going to drive into our fucking yes. house. I don't know if the like, mic's picking it up. Well, I can gone. definitely hear it. Oh, on, my okay, God. There. Oh, be... all right. That means it can pick it up. Okay, pausing. It's, it's gone now. It's crazy outside right now. It literally is. It always is. <laughs> <laughs> so the islands are important to mention. Tova spent her summers on the Gulf of Finland on this island that her family owned a house on. And Tova loved this island so much. It really, it shaped her life, like inspired her art. And it just... She always was talking about the island. I kind of think about it as like just a vacation place you really, really love and you just look forward to it all vacation year.
2: I ever wanted. It's got vacation that. Getaway. Getaway.
0: It's like sentimental. It sounds like someone is blaring music.
2: That was just me singing the that, vacation song.
0: Is that Coldplay? Is that in our apartment? I can't tell. I'm kind of scared. Coldplay is in
2: your apartment.
0: (laughs) I can't text because I'm holding the microphone.
2: (laughs) Please, someone needs to get here now. Coldplay is in the apartment.
1: Do we have to cut this part out? (laughs) I got quieter.
0: Can you hear it, Andrew?
2: No. Oh, okay.
0: That's fine, okay. Then. <laughs> <Oof>. Anyways, <laughs> so so it reminds me of like just that home away from home kind of sentimental value, and it's just like special. It's like nothing can ever go wrong. I'm on vacation. Um, and that's just put that in your pocket for later. Later this episode.
2: Shoop. Shoop. That's the sound of uh, <laughs> me putting something in my pocket. I put it in
0: my ass. Okay. Oh. At- Whoa. Okay. <laughs> okay. Switch it up. All right. Cool. At 16 years old, Tova started her studies at the Stockholm College of Applied Art, where she took courses in ceramic, painting, drawing, and a bunch of other topics. This was like the worst for her. <laughs> um, this bitch fucking hated school. She immediately was like, this is so pointless. Um I have to learn how to paint, but everyone's painting the same thing. I have to follow certain instructions. I have to take classes about types of art that I'm not really interested in. Really, she just wanted to be a painter. Mm. Painting was her medium. It was... She loved it. It made her feel just, like, whole. She said, fuck Um, ceramics. She's a very emotional person. um, And so... A lot of this is going to be excerpts from her diary. She kept diaries throughout her entire life.
1: Oh, we're going to fall in love with her. Yes.
0: And so, um, just like painting, just the way she talks about painting is really just beautiful. Um, and teachers would often say that her colors were too vibrant. In one case, they said, don't you think that's a little too much green? Um, Oh,
2: fuck you. Exactly.
0: You know, people just kind of wanted, you know, to learn the classics, learn how to paint. She's like, I want to express myself. Um. She really liked her classmates. She thought other artists were so interesting and so cool, but she felt like they were being exploited and almost like, I think she kind of felt they were a little stupid for falling for it kind of, or she's like, hmm. don't you hate this? Don't you also hate this? Aww. But she stayed for three years because she felt like she owed it to her family and Aww. kind of herself. While she's in Stockholm, she meets Samuel Vani, who is also an artist She quickly fell in love with him. did she get the syndrome? She got the syndrome. She did fall Mm. in love with him, and so did he. Fell in love back. She claimed that he made the best art of his life during this time because of the love that uh, was pouring out of him.
1: Oh.
0: She would, like, say to him, like, your art is so good because you love me so much right now. Oh, okay. She's like, wait. (laughs) That's kind of...
1: (laughs) <laughs> That's kind of girl huh? boss. <laughs> That's kind. I t- was like, just
0: like her own ham. <laughs>
1: physically fighting the urge to say girl boss and I was like there's literally nothing else to say.
0: Tova kept Sam a secret from her family though for two reasons. Yeah. One, he was 5 years older than her. Ah. And so when she's she's like at a different college now or she's at no, she's at her first college. That's I just gave it away she's going to go to multiple colleges.
2: Oh my
3: god. But, uh,
0: she, she's in college and he is not i don't believe he's a student i think he's either like a mentor teacher there like or just like in his older studies but he's not Hmm. he's not newly learning how to do art he's an established artist who's just in school studying um i don't trust him and two tova did not believe her father fafin which is his nickname fafin Hmm. would approve of him being jewish Because Samuel Vonnie was Jewish. Uh, uh. Oh, because Fafin's anti-Semitic. He has a slight anti-Semitism about him, which we will talk about later, too. However, when Tova wrote home complaining about school, her parents suggested that she study privately somewhere under a more well-respected artist who could teach her about painting and kind of, um, you know, like, not have all these extra things. And they said maybe someone well-known like Samuel Vinnie, (gasps) Vonnie, and... In her diary, she was like, holy shit, what do I say? They have no clue. (laughs) Kind of thing that I am fucking and dating him. Um, So then she. I
2: am fucking and dating him.
0: (laughs) So then she was like that. In that moment, she told them she was like, hey, by the way, I'm dating this guy um, that you asked me to study under for us to live together. Um, But then he proposed to her marriage and she said no for marriage she oh. said why oh. she believed marrying him would take away from her independence um, and it was oh, ha- yeah uh, that's fair All right. it was hard to tell if it was like the dy- dynamic of their relationship or if she just felt that way in general mm-hmm. at this time um, so they broke up but no worries because they stay very very good friends throughout their entire lives mm. and in later years when Sam gets married um, Tova becomes best friends with his wife too So oh. they are friends forever In 1933 Tova comes back to Helsinki Finland and continues her study At the Helsinki Art Society's Drawing School at the Finnish National Gallery She was Trying to find a school she could tolerate After she didn't finish Her first college mm-hmm. um, That one was bad too She just she just didn't like
1: school I was going to say school <laughs> not for everyone I hate school she's
0: fine Right?
2: That's Stop like going. School. school. School is like the worst thing ever.
0: Exactly. But then she's I think she's like I need the street cred because I want to be an artist and paint things. Mm, that's fair. I also went to school for street cred. But I think she I think she started to believe that she was like <laughs> staying in Scandinavia and it was kind of like limiting her. You know, she she went to Stockholm and then she was in Finland again and she was like I need if I want to be a true artist of this time I need to explore. I need to like Go do bigger things. So in 1938, she went to study in Paris. Um, I can't speak French at all, but I'm going to give this my best fucking shot. L'école de they <laughs> Holy. Oh, <Jesus> Christ. No. <laughs> and Christ. And L'école de <laughs> uh, Oh, I don't I have no know idea. Uh, I'm not going to try to spell any of that out either. She just studied at schools in two schools in Paris. Um, and although she had similar feelings about the school, she did feel like it was more up her alley. They kind of fit in with her eclectic nature. There were so many artists living in Paris at this time. So even just like the vibes of the city was just so full of good, good art is kind of what she wanted. Um, it still wasn't right. So after a few weeks, she did quit again. I- <laughs> <laughs> but she loved Paris. Um, so she stayed in Paris. It kind of feels exactly like what happens when you're in college from, like... If you were in college from 2011 or two, to 2018, and you went away to study abroad in any European country, um, where you felt like you not only became more cultured, but you were getting fucked up in ways you had no clue you could, that's how Tova felt about Paris, I think.
1: <laughs> Wait, she's getting fucked up in Paris? What is I, it? Wait. She
0: never... I did not see anything about her getting fucked up in Paris in that way. But she did write about, like, going to the bars and, like, you know, she's never, like, I got fucked up, I took shrooms tonight, but she's, like, Oh, I, love like, I'm I love Paris. I love nightlife. <laughs> I love being in a city. I love girl bossing. Like I'm a woman and I'm in Paris and it's exotic and erotic and whatever. It's
2: <laughs> and so we're we're thinking that's what she sounds like. That's exotic <laughs> that
0: right. right. like. and erotic. No, I can do it. <laughs> oh my god, that was oh my sweet-ish. god, what was that? <laughs> i'm swedish also i feel like this is fine (laughs) you
2: are swedish you probably know
0: she's half finnish half swedish but she speaks swedish not Finnish, because there's a small Mm. minority of people from finland who speak only swedish okay go off (laughs) what's in your cup tea ah you hate it no it's (laughs) fine no it's fine (laughs) okay so back to paris Ooh. Her father even went to go visit her and he wrote a letter back home to Ham saying that he visited Tova and she was doing really well and he was super proud of her and her art was really coming along and she knew how to get around the city just like a local, Aww. which is really sweet. I feel like if a dad went to go visit their daughter in college and wrote back a text and it was like, she knows how to get around. Like, it's so... Like, she
1: showed me around. Oh. Right. If I could cry, I'd be crying. <laughs>
2: If I could cry, what what's happening? Why can't you cry?
0: I don't have the ability to anymore. So,
2: uh.
0: so Jansen transferred to a smaller atelier. That's French, too, which is essentially just like a studio um, ah. run by a more radical Swiss artist who is learning her style. And she kind of said to her, well, I was just like so scared of the terrible danger you could possibly be put in. Almost saying like you have so much talent I was scared of what the schools could do to you. I didn't want it to fall into the wrong hands. Yes. So then she studies there. Loves it. Finishes out her little time in Paris. um, And begins traveling a little bit more around Europe. Having a little stay in Italy. Now at this point you might be thinking huh that's a lot of schools. What year is it by now? Oh it's 1938.
2: Um, Wait can I make a Never mind.
0: <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you do this once. I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna guess it's nineteen thirty-eight.
0: It's nineteen thirty-eight. It is nineteen thirty-eight. Wow. She is staying in Italy in Paris. Um wh- what are you thinking, Andrew? What's going through your mind right now?
2: Um nothing.
0: Okay. Any thoughts, Leanne?
2: Not a single thing. Financially, Actually, there was something what did all this look mind.
0: like? Wait, what's on your mind? <laughs> Financial. Well, there was
2: something going on in my mind, but I think it, it, it was a theory, but I think it's a stupid theory now. Um, I don't think it makes any sense. Okay. So forget okay. about it. I'll tell you after.
0: Okay. <laughs> well, I, Don't forget about it. Don't I'll forget. tell you after. <laughs> um, Well,
2: forget about it until then. Then I'll tell you and then you can remember. It's
0: out of my brain. It's gone. It's long gone. It's long Good. gone. So 1938, Italy, that's an awfully close date and location to the whole world war ii thing that was happening yep, yep um however she continued traveling and ensuring family members that she was fine she was this bitch was writing letters to everyone <laughs> really there's so many letters from i love her. bitches like that um until things were not fine and she said okay yeah the war is getting a little too close to italy for me i'm going to recede home to finland when going home for the first time, she fell into a big disagreement with her father on the politics of that time. Oh yeah. Tova was strongly anti-fascist, while her father wasn't pro-fascism, he could only focus on his disdain for the Soviet Union, and so anyone that was for the Soviet Union, he was against, and so he was ended up being on Germany's side. Oh. Yeah. Um in that way, especially after the Finnish invasion that he fought in, um, years prior, Tova did not allow him to talk like this at all. Like he was, she was just like, "Shut up, shut up, no, don't, shut up, fasfa, <laughs> don't s- fas, oh fa, fa-, fa- <laughs> <Faf-s-fuh. laughs> favin, Um, she'd be like, "You." Like I understand you have this trauma from war and you have these thoughts, but you have to take into consideration the problems of today. You can't just agree with Germany. They're doing bad things. Um, Tova also had several Jewish friends, including Sam. She had a best friend, a best girlfriend who was Russian and mm-hmm. um, Jewish and that moved to the US during World War II, that a lot of these letters they were sent between um, her and each other. Um, Tova writes to this friend, and she said, that's it, I'm not talking to him anymore. He's not flexible, he's not being flexible, Flexible. so until he changes his mind, I'm not gonna talk to him anymore, and she does just that. She lives at home, but she doesn't talk to Fafin at all, and she writes in her diary that she has no feelings about it, whatever. She feels numb, she's not upset, but she do... She does wish she was dead sometimes. Oh! <laughs>
2: she do wish she was dead. I
0: know. I was like, that isn't the right... Oh my goodness. My, my computer has, like, the little blue squiggles under it, too. Like, hey, do you want to say do wishes?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, now, while the war is going on and she's back home, she's kind of, like, going through it a little bit. Sounds like it. She you know is she's now the painter i'd say she's like yeah. a painter she's been painting she went to school for painting and so while she's in finland she continues to paint her pieces are colorful vibrant geometrical abstract she looks at people like matisse um, she actually ha- i saw in, in an article that she took a little bit of inspo from caravaggio whose birthday is today mm. um, wow
2: i was going to i was going to say it just for you know just uh, out of, uh, on a whim
0: so uh, and you, you'd be right you're a genius actually
2: I'm so fucking smart yeah girl.
0: you really are we should not do this podcast anymore I think we're too smart now you're just too fucking smart yep,
2: uh, we're done sorry everyone I'll, let's I'll just, just cut not it here. even finish the episode <laughs> yeah cut it here
0: Um, my favorites of hers are these self portraits one of which I'll show you now Oh. 1940. It's called "Girl Smoking." Now, even though this isn't, I'm gonna show it to you, Leanne. Oh hell yeah! Oh my god, so cute! Oh, that's like a little dare I say Van
1: Goghish. That reminds me of sunflowers. Yeah, just the color scheme. That's cute.
0: And even though it's not entitled "Self Portrait," yeah. this is Tova. Like oh. this, she used herself as like her models. She got a pixie cut. Yeah, she waddy. got a little. Very cute. Is
2: the right white, right one the uh the one where the woman's in like an orangey shirt yes. and like a bluish background? Yes,
0: yeah. Um, so Aww. she continues to paint. She's I love her painting style. That's I think lovely. she's really great, and she's searching for appropriate work while there's a war and she's kind of stuck in her hometown. So she begins working for a Finnish magazine called Garm. She's illustrating the articles. She creates the covers for the magazines, kind of like New York Times-esque. I love her. She also dips her toes into making political cartoons. That's fitting.
2: Dips her little toes in. Dips her
0: little toes in. I feel like the political cartoons could be a red flag. I don't always love political cartoons. Mm -hmm. But looking through hers, I honestly like them a lot. And my favorite that I'm going to show, Leanne, Andrew, I'll send it to you later because I don't want to spoil anything. But um. Okay. My favorite is of Stalin taking out what looks like a giant sword out of his sheath that just turns out to be like no bigger than a butter knife in the second Uh. panel, implying that he has a tiny penis. Ah! So, and he apparently, it got to him. He did see it and he was really upset, which is really funny.
2: It got to him and it really, it really got to him, That's so
0: funny. I'm going to show leigh now. now. He saw it and was just like, damn it! And it's just classic. It's very classic political cartoon caricature it's not like her other work it's it's very much like that's funny fits fits the political cartoon that we all know and maybe love sometimes i don't know in october 1944 tova puts out a garm cover that changes history forever the cover features 12 hitlers done in her typical caricature doing silly things around the town Chasing a kit kitchen, chasing a chicken, looking at himself in a mirror with a funny hat on. Because her whole gag with Hitler throughout her political cartoons with that was that he was an idiot and like really stupid. Kind of like Jojo Rabbit type Hitler. Mm. So, yeah,
2: like he's Taika Waititi.
0: He is Taika Waititi. Andrew, if you look up GARM, G-A-R-M, Hitler, it will come up i'm gonna show it to leanne now and have her describe what she sees
1: um
2: oh whoa cool
1: how many hitlers did you say there? there's like 12 so i'm i'm seeing 12 <laughs> hitlers um wow they are all just spread out doing different things my eyes are really drawn to this moose is that a moose
0: oh the red one, one? yeah
1: I, it's like a caribou oh i literally don't know what things are um All right, I had to get a closer look. He's, like, shuffling through drawers. He's Two of them are carrying a bunch of laundry. It's all just the color scheme, too, is just black, white, and red. It's really nice. I do like that red. I love that, like, orangey red. That is nice. This, like, reminds me of something, but I don't know enough to be
0: able to place it. So, this...
2: this reminds me of Hitler.
0: This reminds me... Of Hitler. I really do like the scene of Hitler chasing the chicken in the background. I think that's kind of funny. So what I want to draw all of our attention to right now is something that's hiding in the bottom um, right corner where the M is. <gasps> the tail of the Oh <laughs> my god! Can I say it? <laughs> I'm going to talk about it in a second. What um, the hell? Just if everyone at home who's looking at pictures along... Along with us can draw their eyes to the bottom right side of the M stand a tiny creature. A creature that's never before been seen before. It is called a snork. Um, it's first public appearance in history ever. This tiny snork creature soon becomes Tova's signature move. It's like those books that have like the mouse or the snail on each page. You know where you like look through the mm-hmm. books and you're like there it is. Is Andrew here? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. He didn't gasp or anything. <laughs> He's fallen silent.
2: Well, what? I'm supposed to be surprised by this tiny little thing with a big nose? I don't, I don't <laughs> okay, know. Okay, okay.
0: Um, so, what exactly is a snork? Pertova is a troll-type creature that she first drew, actually, on her outhouse of her family's island home when she was 10 years old. Apparently, the story goes that her brother said something that she thought was so stupid. The only comeback that she had was to draw some weird, ugly creature. Like, she couldn't even open her mouth and speak. And she was just like, oh, this is all I have to say to you. And, like, drew this thing on this thing. Um, bless <laughs> oh, my you. God. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> bless you. But what was a snork for Garm soon became what Tova would refer to as a Moomin for everyone else. <laughs> it's freaking Moomin. hmm. hmm. This is the first sighting of a Moomin ever. Clinging to the M of Garm. But yeah, so Moomins were in Garm all the time after this. Oh my gosh. In these political cartoons. Who would have ever thought that there would be a Moomin next to Hitler, you know? But this does mean that Moomin culture is anti-fascist. Which is kind of fun.
2: Whoa, that's crazy.
0: Right? The lore of it all. So... Immediately after his creation, the, his creation being the snork, Tova began making a book about the wonderful world of these little creatures. She felt that there needed to be more light in the world during these dark times, especially during the war. She wrote in her journal that she dreamt of creating a happy society, another world, something different than the depressing and scary reality of World War II. These Moomin, which are actually called Moomin Troll, live essentially in a utopia, so nothing goes wrong in their what what's known as Moomin Valley. Moomin Valley is a utopia. Yes, an early painting depicting Moomin trolls kind of makes their home resemble Hobbiton from um, the Lord of the Rings series. If you look up Night in March, you can see an image of of part of Moomin Valley, which I'm going to show Leanne now. Rolling hills, oh, kind of futuristic. Yeah.
2: Is it night, K-N-I, or night? Night, like nighttime.
0: Night in March. And then Tova is T-O-V-E. I
1: knew that sounded familiar, because we always talk about Moomin, and we've talked about who made Moomin, but I didn't put the pieces together until we saw Moomin. That's what I wanted, so that's
0: good. All right, what's our Moomin count at? (laughs) Oh, there's about to be so much more. In every Moomin book to come, Tova uses natural disaster and phenomenons to create a problem in the Moomin trolls' world, which they navigate until they can return to their peaceful home. And Tova actually uses real people in her life as the characters in these Moomin stories, some of which she publicly confirmed in interviews while she was alive, others she left in her diary for us to find out later, and others are just highly suspected, like it's too much of a coincidence for them to not be these characters. Mm -hmm. The first book that she made, The Moomins and the Great Flood, Moomintroll and his mother, Moomin Mama, are looking for a new home and searching for Moominpapa, mm-hmm. who is missing. During the adventure, they meet various figures who either help them or are in need of help themselves. The Moomin family takes on these new acquaintances with open arms. Sound familiar at all? Um, Moomintroll... And his mom and mama are looking for a new home and searching for mom and papa, mm-hmm. who is missing. Immediately after um, missing go
1: his ahead. mind, missing his common sense. What's up?
2: Nothing. Never mind. Keep oh, going.
1: No, tell us. I scared it out of him.
2: There's nothing to tell you.
1: Oh, <laughs> he's speechless.
0: Make something up. Speech. <laughs> um. Huh. <laughs> immediately after finishing the first Moomin book Tova put it away for several years and did not touch it I did not see anyone no one saw this Moomin's book great rest. she had this moment of like oh shit what am I doing I'm literally not an author I'm a painter I can't put out a book I don't even know how to put out a book I can't write Moomin she, I, she does have a publisher from working in all these magazines uh, not, not her own she like knows a publisher um, but she's like I'm not I can't I don't, I've just drawn in these magazines. Mm. I've never written a story. I can't write a book. But she does love writing. She's writing all these letters and diaries and everything. Yeah. During the several years, she actually queued up a second Moomin story. Like, she couldn't stop. It was, like, pouring mm. out of her. Um. And it was kind of more of just like, okay, this is fun. I'm just, I have to keep doing it to keep me distracted from the war because I just keep thinking about impending doom and it just, everything's bad. So I'm just going to keep making Moomins and I'll just sit on them and no one will ever see them. But then in 1945, her best friend begged her to publish the first Moomin story. She was like, it is genius. It's creative. It's well-drawn. It's a good-ass story. It's not just for kids. I like it. I think adults would like it. I think it would be a really big hit. So she listened to her friend. She took her advice. She published it. And immediately the Moomin's were an immediate Mm -hmm. hit like literally as soon as it hit the shelves the kids love Moomin the adults love Moomin she was asked by newspapers to turn Moomin into a daily comic strip so Moomin was suddenly featured in 120 newspapers all around the world oh wow Tova was like literally blown away she was like oh my god she put in her I think this was in an interview she said permanent employment the first time in my life (laughs) which I thought was funny They made a Moomin TV show in Sweden and an anime in Japan. Two different Moomin shows at the same time. Holy shit. The
2: Moomin show. The
0: Moomin show. It's like the Truman show. Oh my gosh. They plastered Moomin on different products. Moomin got plastered. (laughs) Moomin got fucking drunk. Um, They put them on food, put them on socks, candles, cups, Um. The
2: Moomin Cinematic <laughs> Universe. The
0: Moomin Cinematic... Oh, it gets, it gets crazier, Andrew. You just you wait. Um, they also put Moomin on menstrual pads. Which I thought... Oh, great. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I don't know. I didn't look into it, but I really am hoping that, like, for the different sizes, they're different characters. Like, I hope, like, Super Plus is, like, Moomin Mama. Like, I hope that... Oh, my
1: flow is Moomin Father today. <laughs> What's his name? Moomin Papa? <laughs>
0: Moomin father. <laughs> father. Please, Moomin father, I'm hungry. Moomin <laughs> ham. Um. Once Leanne tries to search. Oh, for these I pads. think they're
1: reusable pads, and I think that the, jeez, hold on, it's concerned about what country I'm in. Um. <laughs> oh, they're reusable. Me too. Um. Yeah, I think it's reusable ones, and like the fabric pattern might be oh, okay, like a Moomin okay. one, so that's that's fine.
0: Are they from the 1940s though? I Are they used today? They're not even showing me Moomin. <laughs> we'll, have to look, we'll look into it for everyone. They're showing me these fucking pandas. <laughs> I have uh, this, this next bit I think is going to be everyone's favorite. It's now you time okay? to talk about the world of Moomin Valley. Hi, I'm Erin Makey, and this is Moomin Lore. Oh, God. <laughs> the Moomins are roundish white trolls that live in Moomin Valley. Before radiators were invented, it was lore that Moomin Valley was located behind the stoves in people's houses. So that's something. (gasps) The Moomin in the wall? Also good to know, Moomin trolls love the water. In the fall, the Moomins prepare to hibernate and by winter enter a deep sleep. Now, just for clarity, we can kind of think of Moomin as the last name. The family is the Moomins. Uh, Moomin is their family name. Yes.
2: Not not the species? Not
0: the species. The species are Snork, which we'll talk about too. Oh,
2: right. Snorks. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So in this family, there's Moomin Mama, Moomin Papa, and Moomin Troll. Moomin Troll is the one that we see that we think of as Moomin. Mm, he's Moomin. Yes. Oh, but the species is also referred to as Moomin Troll. So, but his name is Moomin Troll. His name is his full his full government name is Moomin Troll. Um, him and me both. I can not <laughs> find the fucking pads. But people refer to him as Moomin, yeah. and that's fine. Me too. No clue the origin of Moomin Mama, but Tova cl- clarifies that Moomin Papa was found in a shopping bag. So <laughs> that's, that's something so cute. cute. Aunt Jane is Moomin Papa's sister and is the bitch of the family. But she's loaded. Okay, <laughs> she's rich. Um, Moomin Papa and Moomin Mama also adopt several children throughout the Moomin series, including Sniff, Little My, Mai, Snork Maiden, Snufkin, and Mimble. Tova was a big believer on the found family trope, which I think really speaks of her lifestyle and who she was as a person too. Um, it's also important to know that Moomin Troll and Moomin Mama were super close throughout the series. And Moomin Papa is kind of like absent throughout the series. And then he has like an autobiography at some point, like uh, from the perspective of Moomin Papa. Moomin which and is- Papa's background. What? Yeah. Is his origin story. So, so cool. Um, there's also something called the Ancestors, who are the Moomin Trolls that lived in the stoves. Snorks are the types of Moomin Trolls that change color later in the series. They start as Snorks and then Snorks become like their own subcategory of Moomin Trolls. But Snork Maiden is a female Snork that is part of the Moomin family. <laughs> so kind of confusing. There are family trees that Tova drew and you can find on com. So... <laughs> uh. That's like most important of the Moomin lore that I have. There are several other characters, all of which are equally weird. So now I'd like us to take the time to play a little quiz called What Moomin Character Are You? I'm feeling excited. I'm going to send oh this boy. link.
1: <laughs> Andrew sounds pissed. Andrew's always pissed. I'm so excited. Why not
0: pissed? It's the freaking Moomin episode. We're doing the Moomin episode. Moomin episode. Oh, you're happy again. I'm going to send this link to both of you, Yeah. and it's going to be posted in the bio of this episode if you'd like to play along. We're going to go through each question together because they are the same questions, and you guys can admit which ones you pick. I'm going to play along, too.
2: Admit. Admit it. Fess up.
0: I'm so excited. The link is sending right now. I'm getting it. Okay. Moomin. Let- <laughs> <dot> com. <laughs> Let me know when everyone's got their... That's freaking rich. <laughs> They're moving tests oh, This is up.
2: like this, the sorting hat for Harry Potter, <laughs> yes. but it's moving.
0: Yes. And this is a big deal. Leanne, you got to scroll down. And just There you go. I'm trying not and to hang up on Andrew. This is a big
2: deal. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, let's begin. Okay. Should I
0: click it? So, yes, let's begin. Click. Let's begin. We're on question one. There's ten short questions. Are you more practical or impractical? Um.
2: I'd say impractical, right? I,
0: yeah. I'm going to say practical for myself. I think I'm practical. It's Andrew usually hates these because they're so limited questions, too, but you're going to have to just deal right now, Andrew. Do you,
2: yeah, I mean, there's only two, two <laughs> answers. It's a 50 50. You're either one woman or the
0: other. <laughs> um, do you tend to choose rather carefully or somewhat impulsively? Rather I'm incredibly care- impulsive. Carefully.
2: I'm
0: careful. I'd say you're impulsive. <laughs> I'd, I'd say so too. Would you rather have material things or experiences? Ah, fuck.
2: Experiences. experiences.
0: I'm a material things type of person. I want both. What the hell? Uh, Are you more guided by your head or your heart?
2: I guess my head.
0: I'm going to say my heart. I feel like this one's I'm always
2: guided by head.
0: Uh, (laughs) I can hear myself when I breathe into the microphone.
1: (laughs) I guess my head. My heart's got a lot to say, but I'm usually like, no, I'm just going to have to do the thing that I know I need to do.
2: Fuck you, heart.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking I'm right to me. I'm hard. <laughs> Would you rather <laughs> huh? stay at home or go on an adventure?
2: This is a tough one because it really depends. Like,
0: It depends on if I'm depressed de- or not.
2: I'd like to go on an adventure, but it's real. It's a lot easier mm. to stay at home.
0: If I had all the money in the world, I'd say go on an adventure, so I'm going to say go on an adventure for myself.
2: Yeah, I think I'd rather go on an adventure.
0: I'll say adventure because I'm a down-ass bitch.
1: Courtney's like, do you want to go to Olympia? And I'm like, I'm literally in the car. I'm, I'm literally in. there already. I'm literally <laughs> already there. Catch up.
0: What? I thought I saw something. That's scary. I thought I saw a spider. Uh, it's big spider season. Uh, my
2: bad.
1: Oh, that's sorry, Andrew. That's, that's
0: Andrew in the walls. Would you rather wear colorful clothes or black and white? Colorful clothes. I'm going to say colorful clothes, too. You know,
2: too. in the past, I might have said colorful clothes, but these days, I think black and
0: white. Me <laughs> <laughs> and Lena are both wearing black and white, but uh-huh. I'm also wearing a bright orange-yellow s- sweatshirt. So.
1: I'm wearing a pink shirt that says, I love my husband, but I love me
0: some Bon Jovi. Mine says, Muppets are punk. so. <laughs> so we're so quirky. ha. <laughs> Would you say that you are more of a warm-hearted person or a cold-headed person? Warm. <laughs> Warm. Uh,
2: <laughs> cold-headed on the exterior, but warm-hearted on the interior.
0: I'm going to say warm-hearted for myself. I don't know what Andrew's choice is.
2: Uh, I said warm-hearted.
0: Okay, okay. Oh, look at um, us. Are you more shy or outgoing?
2: Shy, next one.
0: I'm going to say shy for myself as well. I don't know. I'd say shy. I think I'm shy too. At parties, are you the life of the party or sitting in a corner?
2: Um, I
0: don't like this anymore. Sitting in a corner <laughs> usually. I feel like I I don't know. I, I want to say life of the party because I'm not sitting in a corner. But I'm not the life of the party, but I'm less sitting in a corner.
2: I'm I'm the meme of the guy who's standing in the corner at the party and is saying they don't know whatever whatever.
0: Like if this is a sliding scale, I'm f- I don't like to sit down in a corner during a party. That would make me anxious.
1: No right. Like I'm doing karaoke. I'm like, I'm I'm fucking eating
0: something. Yeah, I'm gonna say life of the party. I'm, I'm life of eating, the party. <laughs> I'm fucking eating something. Fucking eating something. Would you rather be alone or together with others? i like how it says together with others you can tell it's translated from <laughs> that's so cute
1: i don't know because i love being oh. alone but i'd rather be hanging out like in the living room than in my
0: room i'm gonna i'm a together with others yeah, we'll before you click it, it say oh! alone
1: i'm not looking okay i saw it
2: <laughs> okay should i click it
1: yep
0: what everyone get <gasps> oh and i didn't even see it i'm snuffkin Lance Snuffkin, Andrew.
2: I got Snuffkin.
0: Oh my god, we got two Snuffkins in that house. The Snuffkin twins. We are going to learn about Snufkin, so that's exciting. I got Snork Maiden. Um so I'm one of the snorks that changes color. I That's it, so true. So, you guys want to read what <laughs> You can read. Yeah. <laughs> you can read what yours says out loud for you and Andrew.
1: Yeah. You don't care for material possessions. If you find something beautiful, you would rather write a poem about it than own it. You are truly regarded as a friend by others, and they appreciate the wisdom you hold. You may get anxious if your personal space is invaded, (laughs) and you often want a little peace and quiet. Oh, I just got red.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. She is pretty accurate to me,
2: and Snufkin looks like me, too.
0: (laughs) That's Andrew for sure. That kind of looks like me. Um, something to know about all, all the Moomin characters is they're supposed to be androgynous, um, or like they tend to be androgynous. So a lot of characters that you think are boys are actually girls, and vice versa, which is done on purpose. And people, a lot of them are not gendered, and people would write in angry, being like, "Tova, what is this character?" And she'd be like, "They're fucking little my. I don't know. They're just a character, it's a little creature. Like you actually need to go get checked out." Yeah. Um. For my Snork Maiden, it says you are very kind hearted, cheerful, and lively by nature, and you are the messenger of the joys in life. Vanity is also part of your natural appeal. You love daydreaming, but at the same time you impulsively rush to the new challenges and adventures. You know what? I feel like that makes sense too. Hmm.
2: I'm sharing this on Twitter.
0: I kinda want to too. We could all share it. Um This will be this is good for the brand. This is good for the brand. Let's get back to the tea. I drink my tea. No, just kidding. Just kidding. I'm not drinking my tea. Oh. Let's continue talking about Tova's love life. During the late 1940s, Tova began dating Aptos Wertinen. He was a Finnish journalist and a member of the parliament. They had a very open, quote-unquote, relationship, Mm-mm. which as isn't, isn't ever fully defined, but in social circles, people were like, hmm, Tova, you either need to settle down or break up, um, which she didn't like nor did she listen to from excerpts of from her diary it kind of seems like they're in this happy symbiotic relationship like they're friends but they do a little bit more than be friends um until one day he starts kind of showing that he is way more interested in her than she is him he's he's like i love you so much and she's like whoa whoa settle down there so then he does propose marriage and she turns him down but they stay together. I wrote that they break up, but they do not. Um, Atos did leave a very long-lasting impression on her too. He wasn't just like some guy. Like they were in love for a little bit. Um, he's the inspiration for the Moomin character Snufkin. So he's you guys. Oh wow. I Andrew, I tweeted the Snufkin thing, but then I saw that Andrew tweeted
1: the exact same thing because it's the one that it generates, and I deleted it because I was like, that's <laughs> that's embarrassing.
2: What do you mean? That's the whole point. It's
1: the exact say they were in a like. Yours was nineteen. 19- no,
2: mine says hashtag art farts too.
0: Oh. Oh. Well, then I look even worse. He's thinking ahead. <laughs> He's thinking about his head. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> in nineteen forty-seven, while dating Atos, Tova meets Vivica while she is working at a local theater. Tova quickly falls in love with Vivica and creates two characters in a moon book that represent her and Vivica, Thingami and Bob. Bob. Uh-huh. That's so cute. I'm pretty sure that Tova's Bob and Thingami is Vivica. They speak a language that no one else can understand, and they sleep together in a desk drawer. oh <laughs> uh-huh. Courtney, should we do that? Yeah, for sure. Vivica does have a husband, but he is away for god knows who, what maybe like something more related i don't fucking know why husbands leave um and vivica i don't know, I don't why, husbands know why husbands
2: leave, leave. <laughs> oh
0: no and vivica and tova begin their affair atos knows that tova's fucking around with vivica and, and because they have like this open relationship he's like it's fine and vivica does know or Vivica's husband does know about Tova and that they're really close, but he's more like, what a bunch of besties, which I feel like is kind of typical of, like, lesbians back in the day, where it's like, mm. no, they're just really close friends. They were just really good friends, and they lived together, and they never married. But they were confirmed gay for each other in a series of love letters sent to each other while Vivica's abroad. I feel like, I, I don't remember which one of them, but the, uh, one of them writes, We have to be careful. Homosexuality, homosexuality is not allowed here. So that's, like, proof that they were being homosexual. <laughs> um, they write each other poetry. Mm. Tova paints Vivica a mural, a classic gay gifting. Um, and once Vivica returns from her trip, she actually breaks up with Tova. Because, essentially, she must return to her husband and stop the affair.
2: Uh, yeah. Tova, yeah. To- mm.
0: Tova's fucking ruined. She is heartbroken. Um, like, her first lesbian lover dumps her and she's like holy shit i'm ruined but she does gain this sense of comfortability in her sexuality saying that being with a woman felt very natural um so she was like okay that wasn't as scary but i'm in ruins now mm-hmm. <laughs> so after the breakup she writes to Atto saying hey remember how i originally said no to getting married well like <gasps> i do want to get married let's go get married right now she wrote in her journal that the marriage was her way of closing the door in relationships with what she called the other side, a.k.a. dating women. Um, and essentially, after having her heart broken by Vivica, she swooned that she would never marry another woman, I think, or, like, she, be with another woman. It hurt so bad, she was like, you know what? I I think I'm straight. <laughs> um It also, I think, scared her that she could lose people like that, especially when every, like, she met so many people that even when their relationship ended, they were, stayed her best friend. And so she was like, I don't want to lose people where it ends badly. Like, all of her exes she was friends with until Vivica. Um, So she almost wanted that guarantee that she would always have someone there for her that wasn't her blood family.
1: I can't blame her.
0: But after Tova proposed the marriage, Atos was kind of like, all right, well, let's wait till after the election to be over, um, which was actually kind of valid because it was a big pressure election in Finland about fascism, anti-fascism, whatever. And he was like, I don't know the state of our country at- um. after this. Who knows what we'll have to do? Um But then he just kept pushing the wedding further and further, giving different excuses, being like, no, no, let's just wait for this and let's just do this. And eventually she was like, "Okay, fuck this. And she went on a vacation with Sam Vani, her ex-boyfriend from back in college um, and his wife and leaves Atos in the dust for now. She just has a good time, like enjoys herself, goes on vacation in Europe. And after coming back, she's like, that's it. I am seeing a brand new vision of my life. She buys a 50-year lease on an island, a small island all to herself. She buys an island, leases an island. That's boss. And she fucking enters her J.D. Salinger Bon Iver era. <laughs> she, Woo, yeah. She has, like, this hurt pride from Atos delaying their marriage after once being way more into her than she was with him, and then is still kind of just reeling from the Vinica heartbreak. Mm-hmm. She's like... This is Vivica, not Vinica. Um, Uh, Yeah, I'm here, though. So she gets a tent, and she lives on the island while writing Moomin books (gasps) again and building herself a house made of logs. Building herself a house made of these comics. I'm going to show Leanne a picture of the house that that Tova built. That's her.
1: That's so cute. That looks like a cabin I'd built on The Sims.
0: It's really cute. It's tiny. It's quaint. I love it. While she's out in the wild, Moomin is getting more and more popular in the, the mainland. The stories are then translated into English. She writes a Moomin play that's performed in Europe. The Moomin mainland. Moomin
2: play. A Moomin
0: play. She has two Moomin plays that come out. And they do get shamed from parents for using foul language. But she really doesn't care because she said that's all what Moomins oh, are like about. like what? But I live on an island. I don't, I don't know give if a you've, fuck. If you've ever read any of the Moomin comics, I have. But they do no. swear. Um that's crazy. I did not know that. She said to a parent or she wrote in an, in an interview or something. She said, "My Moomins are expressive and emotive. They are permitted to speak." <laughs> so, she's like, "I can What do you want me to do? Control them?" <laughs> As Moomins are growing more popular, she starts to miss painting a little bit. She writes to her friend saying, oh, how nice it would be to paint a still life again, as if she couldn't just pick up paper and do it. She's so dramatic. I love her. Um, She also hates how much time it's taking to run a moomin' business. The drawings themselves, the meetings, sending out content, trying to get all of, like, the, you know, the people are making shows and, and everything, and she's like, this is too much. The girl boss flew too close to the sun. So she begins making some big life changes to avoid burnout. Starting with dumping Atos in 1952, finally. I and literally didn't think they were still dating. They were still dating while she moved to the island. Oh, um, my God. But again, remember, this was like an open relationship, so they oh, were both yeah. like fucking around anyway. Yeah. But they were like, we're, yeah. we're just living in the symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was like, yeah, no, that makes sense. And she was like, right, that makes sense. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure they stayed friends after that. Right, that makes sense. Um, she then writes to her friend in America a letter saying that she's not entirely made up her mind, but she considers that the happiest time she's ever been in her life, um, and wants to switch over to, I'm not going to use the word she used because it's now not a nice word, but Mm. she's going to switch over to the other side, which is AKA date a woman. Um, she writes back and says, the friend writes back and says that she's worried she won't be happy because people make it hard to be gay Mm -hmm. um but tova feels happiness within herself just by making the decision so then she starts her slut phase is what i like to call it (gasps) and essentially starts dating several women not at the same time like (laughs) several Uh, women
2: that's no fun
0: (laughs) maybe at the same time i don't know tova was like into that open you know she was whatever so maybe maybe at the same time but she's in her slut phase um, her father <laughs> writes and asks about her sexuality, but cannot manage to say homosexual, <gasps> and so he's kind of like going around it. And she writes back, "Yeah, Dad, I'm gay," like or something like that. <laughs> um, it l- essentially translated English. Mm-hmm. Ham never asks about um, Tova's relationships after Atos, but she definitely knows. Mm-hmm. But overall, Tova feels kind of upset because she feels like she can't talk to her parents about her partners that she's uh-huh. meeting. When she's 51, oh. she formally meets Tuliki, an artist who she went to school with at her first college, back when she was dating Sam Vani. Wow. Tuliki actually caught Tova's eye as early as the first time seeing her at school, mm. which we only know because Tova wrote a poem for her in her diary when she saw her that day. Whoa. Aww. But Tuliki was in a different grade. I think she was like one or two grades above her, and they were not in the same friends group, friend groups in college, so they really never met or hung out or anything while in school but while studying paris when she was in her like third or fourth college they did have mutual friends and they went out drinking one night in a nightclub in paris but from what we know nothing occurred after that mm. i would say their official meet cue is not until 1955 <gasps> and what a meet cue it is Leanne's gonna be squirming over this shit. one shit this is when i'll pee this is when she'll pee <laughs> Lizards the know what that means. Um, <laughs> they- <laughs> well, why does it feel like I have to pee? Anyway, keep going. They were both at a party where they were, quote, hovering over the gramophone to make sure no one turned off the music if it was playing a song they liked. Gramophone. So it's like almost like the ox cord and they're like hovering over the ox cord, making sure no one changes their song they put on. My God. Um,
2: gatekeep. Gatekeep. That's part of It's. Ga- that's Gatekeep Where's Girl- the gaslight
0: Yeah we got girlbus, We got Gatekeep <laughs> Maybe we'll get to gaslight Courtney you should gaslight us This story's all fake <laughs> Oh I would puke <laughs> I write 70 pages 70, 70. <laughs> I write seventeen. pages You tell pages us of Just you lies You tell us
2: it's fake Before it's even done And you just keep <laughs> going keep
1: Now listening. Like Now we're invested
0: You can't turn me off <laughs> I'm always turned off oh, watch me <laughs> okay Mm. interesting Um, word choice (laughs) while standing over the gramophone they both realize they have similar music taste so tova asks tuliki to dance which she thinks is really inappropriate but then she says yes after the two become certainly close and start spending a lot of time in tova's studio drinking (laughs) wine sharing records just having a gay old time i i love the thought of them like that first conversation of like hey you want to come to my place sometime i have some records in a and a record player and whoa we can drink you wine. like little
2: uzi vert too
0: <laughs> literally so so romantic this story i think could be directly translated to current day is what my favorite part about it is
1: we're making a live action remake of her life and she did
0: make a play was yeah, a modern a- <laughs> remake oh um it is quite a slow burn it oh. Tova wrote in her, like, journal once, like, like after months, Tuliki finally, like, showed me some sign of liking me back or something, even though they hung out all the time. After Tuliki, Tova makes a new Moomin character called Tutiki, which is an adrenogenous, winter-loving craftsperson. Um, Tutiki was a nickname that Tova gave Tuliki until she shortened it later to become Tuti. So Tulika's now Tuti. <sighs> Tuti. I recommend that you look up Tutiki, It's two, like T-O-O, and then Ticky, like T-I-C-K-Y. Two Ticky. And describe to me what Two Ticky looks like.
2: Um.
0: A
1: little guy. Looks like a dork. Yeah, I (laughs) was (laughs) going to say.
2: Looks like Flapjack.
1: Um, It does look like Flapjack. He's got on, in the colored versions, I'm seeing blue pants, little red and white striped shirt, Mm -hmm. um, a little, I like don't want to call it a beret because it's a fucking monstrosity, but it's like a little blue hat with a red little puff ball on top. And they look, their eyes are like at the bottom half of a circle. They're like, not like sunken a little bit. They look tired, but they look cute. They have tiny little puffed of hair and they have a, a briefcase and a tool on them. What's that tool?
0: I don't know. I can't and they see got it. their toes out. They got their toes out. It's very, it's very Moomin Valley-esque. Um, so, Tootiki is actually, in the Moomin books, a woman. But this is what I was talking about, about that hydrogeny, where Tootiki does kind of look like a boy. Mm-hmm. But Tootiki is a lady. So, that's something. That And that's Tootie. Oh, God. <laughs> does does Tootie have a gun? Oh, that's a hammer. Um, yes, yeah, they're a craftsperson. <laughs> <laughs> Tootie's got a gun. Oh, my God
2: everybody get down tootie's got a gun
0: so tootie and tova fall madly in love i almost feel like it's like death note but the opposite like as soon as uh tova puts them in huh? the Moomin books they like are in love they live forever they live forever oh, you- <laughs> I spit everywhere. um this is good death note tova's like let me make you into a moomin character and then we're gonna be in love moomin note <laughs> moomin note um they share some love letters together. Ah. They get apartment studios next door to each other in the same building. So whenever they're done working on their art, they just jump to the other room and drink wine with each other. The situation is exactly what Tova had been looking for all of her life. It gave her her independence. She didn't feel like she had to fit into the ideal of like a man. Um, I didn't even dive into her whole problem with wanting kids, not wanting kids, going back and forth on that. But this was kind of like... Oh, I can't have kids, so this is it. my mind's up made up for me. Like, um, it just was everything she ever wanted. Tuti oh. was what she was looking for her whole life. In 1958, Tova's father Fafn passes away. By the end of his life, he and Tova had reconciled. He would send her letters that addressed her as dearly beloved Tova and ended with "Give Tutti a big hug for me." Oh. So he he approved uh. of Tuti. He came around. His.
2: Sorry, I just, I, I want to get this out just before, while it's a little bit relevant. Yeah. Um, so, uh, everyone just brace yourselves. Um, <clears throat>
1: oh, God.
2: Put that coffin in a coffin.
1: Oh.
0: <gasps> All right, <thank> <laughs> All right uh, it's Andrew's time. That was good. We can get back to business. Okay, that was really good. His death really did shake her up a whole lot, and she wrote, I guess I must have really actually loved Fafin quite a lot, despite him being so difficult. Oh. In the 1960s, Tova becomes even more famous and gets very upset when people try sailing to her island to meet her, her <gasps> private little island she bought. So naturally, she moves her place to an even more remote island further away. On this island, she keeps writing Moomin books. She spends her summers on the island and winters in Finland. She then recruits her younger brothers to help her conduct Moomin business, as I like to call it. Oh my gosh. One of the brothers actually helps draw the cartoons for her, so he starts drawing the Moomin characters. He learned how to Moomin. And the others help with business, because as you know, they're both artists too. Mm. This is done to give Tova more time to paint, which is still her true fashion passion and fashion. Huh. <laughs> she writes <laughs> write several more Moomin books over the few next decades, but not nearly close to the rate she first started. So she's kind of slowed down on the Moomin haul, but like there's a fuck ton of Moomin books out there. She continued painting and won several awards in Finland for her work. She also won Moomin Queen in Stockholm, which I don't think is really a real thing, but I think that's what Midsummer's all about. What? <laughs> oh, oh. Just kidding. Ah, uh, Moomin Summer. <laughs> Wait, what did you just call it? Moomin Queen. She won. She won an award called Moomin Queen in Stockholm, Sweden. Um, which I mean, Moomin it's a real thing. Queen. Like, yeah. Her family apparently was really proud of her. <laughs> they were like, "Oh my God, you're Moomin Queen!" Oh my gosh. She then goes to write a few semi fictional, semi fictional autobiographies that are aimed for adults. They're kind of weird, where they're like about her life, but then some of it is fake. She is gaslighting. There's the gas gaslight,
3: oh.
1: the holy trinity.
0: Um, so she tells she makes up a few stories, and then she also like talks about she tells a story about her family from the eyes of her younger niece, and mm. so it's like they're like about her life, but they're just they they aren't from her, which I feel like she had a hard time doing and publishing, like being That's like,
1: cool,
0: right? And so she did. She made a play that is based on her and 2D's life, um, but has different names, and it's funny because people were like homophobic back then and they're like the critics were like this was a great play i'd like to think of it as one woman and she's facing like these two like two versions of herself and everyone's like they're dating like (laughs) those are lesbians (laughs) yeah but people were like oh wow i love the duality of this one character that has like two different minds um no she's just gay for now they couldn't fathom it the rest of tova's life is serene and quite wonderful she travels around with Tuti, lives on her island, makes her art, meets up with her family, and continues the cycle into, until 2001, where she passes away from cancer. Tuti stayed with Tova until the very end. Tutti st- lived till 2009, so. Whoa! The Moomin estate was left to Tova's niece and is still run by her today. The com website is run by Tova's niece, which is really cool. Well, she's crushing it.
2: Yeah, thank you, Tova's niece. Thank you, Tova's niece. Thank you, Tova's niece.
0: <laughs> The Moomin's legacy continues to live on. You can still buy the Moomin series at any bookstore or online. You can watch the shows, multiple shows. There's a Moomin, (laughs) Moomin, Moomin, (laughs) Moomin. There's a Moomin. Yeah, you get it. There's a Moomin museum in Finland. Plethora of Moomin merch that you can still buy today. Moomin video games, a Moomin theme park, and Moomin themed cafes.
2: There's a whole Moomin theme park. Yes,
0: you can go on rides and pretend you're in Moomin Valley, right? Pretend you're Moomin. Tova has even left her mark on me, literally, because I just got a tattoo of one of her early illustrations this past weekend. And that's my little story on Tova Jansen.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Courtney.
0: Woo. Woo. Thanks, Courtney. That was not the clap. Oh, that's not the clap. The doctor's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> they, we retract our first statement from this episode, Leon no longer has the clap. Ooh,
2: mm, ah! that's not the
0: clap. Ooh, that is not the clap. Any thoughts on Tova or Moomins?
2: Um, really cool. I I like how she just went and fucked off to an island and was like, yep.
0: Rachie J.D. Salinger. i going to make bitch. Moomin.
2: I wish I could. I wish I could do that.
0: I want to look up her net worth because she she at one point said, I am making. She was like, I'm making so much money, but they still treat me stupid or something like that. She was, I'm oh. making
2: hundreds of billions of dollars off Moomin.
0: She wasn't even trying to get rich. And then she was like, stop, stop <laughs> trying to.
1: Sell me things. Get off my island. Stop putting Moomin on reusable menstrual pads. I will
2: say, I don't know why you thought that I, at least I would have any insight into this and be able to guess who this was going to be because I only know of Moomin through you.
0: My biggest fear was that we were going to be like,
1: oh, is that the the person who made Moomin?
0: My biggest fear, because I, I asked Andrew i sent andrew various pictures this weekend and said help me decide what tattoo to get and i said this one's by tova jansen and i was like and i said like she made moomin this is one of her early bat illustrations from when she was doing illustrations in magazines type thing and i was gonna i was like andrew's gonna make the connection tattoo Moomin, Mm. like i just or any i didn't want to even think about the tattoo i didn't want to think about the Moomins. I've heard just, you
1: talk about it, but
0: I, it's a good thing I don't listen. What's crazy is that I didn't know any of this. Like, I only know, I read Moomin. I didn't know anything about Tova, except I thought she was always a lesbian. Like, I thought she was just a straight-up lesbian. Mm-hmm. And it sounded mean the way I said that. I meant that with true love. Straight-up lesbian. Um, That's Cordy and I kissing. Yeah. And I knew that she made Moomin. That is all I know about I think
2: about you guys Tova. are doing that wrong. What? Kissing? Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't sound right. Wait. Yeah, no, I think you guys are doing.
1: <laughs> 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 sorry, I think you might have actually not only been waterboarding me instead.
0: Oh my god, I didn't even say this. I was, just like- <laughs> I was saying something. Were you I didn't even say- <laughs> I need to shout out and. 100% credit I listened to this podcast called Queer as Fact from Australia who did an episode on Tova Jansen and I listened to the podcast two times in a like twice just back to back so I could get all, a lot of this information um, so shout out to them and shout out to Tova for keeping copious journals and letters so i could find information from that too that w- those were my sources shout out to tova for keeping it real shout out to tova for girl boss gate boss gate-, <laughs> gate boss and girl boss girl
2: boss gate boss and gas <laughs>
0: and, boss and Kate moss how much right? girl could a girl boss girl i wanted i'm trying to think of like a meme where, cuz you know how it's moon and troll it's like one word moon and mama moon and papa yeah. one word i'm trying to think of like moon and gate boss like <laughs> Woman boss,
2: girl keep gas boss <laughs> gate light.
0: <laughs> We're brain dead. Green um, light, by Lord. Um, I think I just got hired. I f- I finished my reading that whole thing and now I can be. Oh,
2: congrats! You got the job.
0: <laughs> I got hired. <laughs> i quit my day job that's
1: funny what'd you get hired as this that's the dream
2: (laughs) what that's what this are you pointing at something what is happening she's
1: holding a microphone what the fuck (laughs) that's a lot of hard work what do you
0: mean by the end of our lives i got hired
2: as this what you're a microphone now what
0: by the end of our lives my my arms are gonna be so jacked from holding this microphone I was gonna say by the end of this podcast, at the but, end of our lives. I want to do this podcast. The end
2: of dead, our lives so. because we're gonna be doing mm-hmm. this podcast too. Yeah, yeah, we have a lifelong contract.
0: Yeah, I
1: kind of like it because it's a designated time where I get to hang out with my friends every week. <laughs> no,
2: oh, uh, no uh, you has guys live those. in the same house.
1: Shut, I'm Andrew. <laughs> what <did> he, say? <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You guys live in the same house." Um, she has a bedroom. <laughs> Like, she goes in there. Don't you go in it anyway? Don't
2: you two sleep in the same bed?
1: No, sometimes I go in there um, unasked for, though. (laughs) Like, sometimes I'll just wander back there and stand outside of the gate. They have a baby gate back there for the bunny. There's not just like a gate for for Leanne. To keep
0: me out. Yeah, Bean Bean knows not to leave. It's just to keep me. Sometimes I do want to sleep in Leanne's bed, but then I'm like, what's going to happen when I'm when i wake up in the morning (laughs) what do you mean then you leave
1: (laughs) (laughs) then you pull me you hold me what do you mean what happens when you wake up oh like we're just in our house you can
0: go back to your bed and watch tiktoks if you want you can watch tiktoks in my bed i guess we should have like lounging bedtime like where it's like pre-bed and it's like just like hanging out on the bed like we don't have to sleep in the same bed we and i don't even know if i should we have a bed
1: in the living room right now that we've <laughs> they, been we we
0: talked about it last week you oh, guys still <laughs> have the super <laughs> bed
1: oh no oh no, oh no. yes i <laughs> <We laughs> still have mega bed
0: i don't even know what to say it's fine what else what's wrong with us nothing what am i gonna do you know so we have to have something happy
1: I need to have so today. I wore yeah, two left shoes all fine. fucking day. What? I can't huh? explain how. I can't explain the events that got me here. It's too. It's too long. It's. It was. It was a work thing. But I ended up with two left shoes, and um.
2: It's a work thing. Oh, it's two left shoe day at work today.
1: <laughs> no, I. You have to go out and buy two pairs of shoes just so you can have two left shoes. <laughs> and I saw them in the office, and I was like, "These are gonna be perfect," and then. They were they were up for grabs. See, it's too hard to explain. They were up for grabs. Oh, sorry. Those were, those were left foot Joe's shoes. And I was like, these are fucking dope. And I took them and they were both left feet. Left
2: foot Joe. Uh, Aww.
0: So what's been um, nudging your knobs? I literally Not have my nothing.
2: knobs.
0: No, that's a lie. Well, actually, I have a Friday. few things. What's oh, yours? What's up with you?
2: um okay well first of all you guys know about hans tober i don't need to go into that so that's one thing um i i started watching abbott elementary today and got through the whole first season uh and it's really good so shout out to abbott elementary i
0: love it oh i and
2: sorry sorry what no say what you okay sorry um yeah uh, sorry everyone about her um but there it there, there, was like a third thing that I thought I was going to say, and I can't think of what it was. So I'll just interrupt one of you when you're you I'm, so I'm so sorry. I'm so
0: sorry. About what? For Aww. interrupting you and making you forget everything
2: that you not. ever did. No, I, I'm, I, I honestly, I've already forgotten that it happened.
0: <gasps> you were supposed to say something earlier and you said, don't forget this.
2: I've, I've, I didn't say don't forget this. I said I'd tell you after. It's really not that important.
0: Oh, okay. It's not like podcast. It really.
2: was. It was. No, no. It was just something that I was going to guess. Okay, okay. Why you. Yeah. But.
0: Okay. Save it for later. Leanne's looking yeah, ready okay, to go.
1: Yeah. I'm. um. I'm really into ramen with a soft boiled egg. You boil it for six minutes and then you shock it in ice water. Six and, and a half a, minutes. Six and a, Oh, that's why they've been fucking runny. I'm so serious. They've been runny and I've been like, am I going to die? Okay, six and a half minutes and then you shock it with cold water and then you crack them, you cut them in half and they're perfect. They're jammy and I've been putting hoisin sauce on them. I've also, um, I listened to all of Melodrama by Lord again today. Oh, so good. So good. rip my freaking heart out, run it over. Um, and I listened to White Girl by Shy Glizzy too many times now, and I actually can't listen to it anymore.
0: It's been overdone. It was
1: overdone. And, oh, there was one more thing. Oh, what the hell? What's cursing us right now? Oh, I've been listening to a lot of the podcast morbid recently to, uh, to prep for spooky oh, season.
2: Oh, I've thought of my third thing. Oh,
1: do it. What's yeah, yours?
2: Um, no, you finish yours, Leanne.
1: No, I think that was it.
2: Um, I just wanted to slip in shout out to Slauson Malone. Oh yeah, uh, went to, went to went to see him at the uh, uh, I think it's Abron Art Center or a something like that. I'm not gonna look look it up. Who cares? Um, <laughs> in New York, uh, over the weekend, and he put on a really cool performance. There was a bunch of lights, a guy on the cello, someone playing sheet metal uh the tuba clarinets you name it every everything you you could ask for and it was a really sick performance so yeah
0: that's awesome hell yeah i love that <laughs> okay my turn yeah Ooh. your turn um i want everyone to go see the barbar- uh, barbarian no the in front barbarian evan and i went to go to the theaters on sunday and saw it and man what a theater experience they say that movies are scarier in the theater this movie is so scary in the theater i was i had my hands up like to i was like stop stop like fighting them all yeah i was like screaming um oh i'm not gonna give any more information about the movie because i think you really have to go in into it with no background information, but I do have to say that um I been wanting to talk about it so bad that I Leanne let me tell her the entire plot from moment to moment for like two and a half hours. Um it was so <laughs> I was like gonna go somewhere and then I sat down and then
1: I just parked it and I was like, I'm at the movies now. I think she liked it though. Oh I loved it. Oh I loved it. You don't have to think. I love story time.
0: And in relation to that movie that I think everyone should go see, I listened to Too Scary Didn't Watch. It's a HeadGum podcast. Oh, yeah. um, by, That's a HeadGum yeah, podcast? Th- they were on Hey Riddle Riddle. One of them was. That's a HeadGum podcast. Oh, hey Riddle Riddle I think I remember podcast? that episode. Yes. Oh, wow. I did not yes,
2: know Yes, this is a HeadGum podcast.
0: <laughs> and that
2: was a HeadGum podcast. If anyone's
1: like, what's podcast. happening? I uh, HeadGum is, ne- is a podcast network. What would you call I mean, it? I should know that. They you should know that. You should know that. I only
0: know that I know that cuz I listen to that. Jake and Amir. There's a lot of headgum a, every good podcast is a headgum podcast. Um,
2: I the only headgum podcast that I've ever well no okay I started listening to sitcom D&D and I have listened to Too Scary. I listen to NPR podcasts more than anything honestly.
0: I listen to a uh, a lot of I listen to Pump Up the Jam. I listen to I got I got my whatever. I have podcasts covered anyways. I don't. Too Scary Didn't Watch um, is by these three women, and essentially two of them hate horror movies, and one of them loves horror movies, so she watches the horror movies and then retells the details to the two girls so that they don't have to experience it, and then they decide if they want to brave it and watch it, or if they say, your retell was fine enough, I don't want to be scared like that. That's That literally happened to me. That's crazy. They did... An episode on Barbarian. Um, and at the very end of the episode, they do an interview with the director, Zach Kreger, who is actually a comedian, too. Um, it's a very good interview. I loved it. It gave me so much more insight in the movie. So after you go see Barbarian, check out that episode and listen to the interview. Or listen to the whole episode, I think. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I am so, so sleepy. I need to go, you know. I have to pee so bad.
2: You know, I also have to pee so bad.
0: I gotta go watch some <gasps> Muppets basketball.
3: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>